0: Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 209, There Is No Reason. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey there, welcome back to Changeable So I'm having a really interesting experience right now that I want to share before I get into this episode. I mentioned here before that recording this podcast um, is not the easiest thing for me. I just, I know enough to know that the only thing going on, I mean, all I'm doing is talking, right? I'm talking about stuff I know well, there's no problem. Uh, I just, I just have thinking that runs in the background. And my mind, one of my mind's favorite stories, is around wasting time because because my mind is like yours, uh, this like supercomputer that loves to just try to get everything in its place and fit in as much as I can. And there's a lot to juggle, and my mind likes to think that it's its job to just juggle and slot everything in. So kind of a, <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing, but not really because it doesn't mean anything. But to my mind, like. The worst thing is wasting time and in the and I don't sit I don't waste time, but sometimes I'm forced to waste time, for example, if I put a bunch of time into recording something and then the doorbells ringing and the dogs start barking and or it's just garbage, which happens, which happens sort of frequently when I record these, and then I just or it's just not good enough from my mind, and I just want to start over sometimes that happens sometimes it doesn't, you know, but All of that, I think, is weighing on me. It's all jumbling around, chatting back there while I'm wanting to just share the stuff that I love talking about. That's not hard to share at all, Uh, but it's all in there. So I see that. I know it. I've seen it for 209 (laughs) episodes. It doesn't stop me. I've still done every episode, Um, but, but it makes it like a little thicker to get through. So this morning, now, now that's recording the podcast. I have a similar, uh, a similar thing with video, but but it's a little worse. <laughs> my mind's even louder when it's video, because again, I think there are so many opportunities for me to potentially waste time, and and with video, it's worse because especially now, I now have this green screen in my office, which is a big production. I mean, it's this giant thing hanging from my ceiling that's like five feet behind me and I need to be positioned in the right place and I need to have it lit properly. Who knew? I mean, I know I need light on me, which I also can never figure out the right way. So that takes a lot of time and my mind doesn't like that. But uh, but apparently the, the screen needs to be lit. I don't know. So I'm taking, you know, test video and shots and sending them to my team and they're giving me feedback and there's always a problem with the mic or I'm sitting this way or I'm too shiny or whatever. Um, and all of that to my little mind is like, oh my gosh, this is so tenuous and fragile and there's a lot of time to be wasted. And and if you get in the middle of a video and especially w- or, or a podcast and when you're really in the flow and it's all just feeling so natural and then if something's out of place or your mic goes out or the doorbell rings. Oh my God, think of that wasted time. So that's what plays, which I'm seeing more and more, and even just right now sharing it with you, I'm seeing it more and more clearly, that contributes to these being not all that fun for me. And and sometimes they are fun and not because my mind is quiet, but because I do just get in that flow and I'm just not listening to it. Um, and typically, like most things, as i'm doing it it's fine it's the it's the beforehand when my mind gets really loud about everything so anyway the experience that i'm having is that this morning the green screen is new i had to record a bunch of stuff um and i did that for a few hours this morning and it was hard I, i'm also getting over covid uh i'm like multiple weeks <laughs> past it but um but I'm having to to pause and cough and drink a ton of water and all of that. So it was not an easy experience whatsoever this morning with the chatter and recording what I need to record and all of that. And it was all on video and I got it done and I felt like such a weight lifted. I felt like I had just had a baby or something. It was like, oh my God, I did it. And I, I may have to redo it. I get feedback from others and who knows. But for technical reasons, we're just for (laughs) the important part is what I say, right? So I don't know, who knows how how it turned out. But I felt this weight lifted. And immediately after that, it was like, I'm going to record a podcast. Like this is easy. And right now, and there's kids running in and out and the summer over here is a madhouse and so that's all potential wasted time if you know somebody screams for me or doorbell's ringing or whatever it's so funny it just was such a interesting experience to jump on here and feel none of that and actually feel like oh my gosh of course i can do this podcast i'm just going to knock it out right now and i'm excited and i want to get on here and talk about this totally different feeling than it often is and of course it's not new or shocking or surprising you know everything is just whatever thought is making it and thought is making it whatever it's making it based on whatever whatever is relevant not relevant but accessible you know like earlier there was a ton of chatter about all these aspects of the video and now audio seems super simple no big deal and so far it feels super simple so i don't know it's just a really interesting thing to notice the feeling difference for all that my mind can do to try to figure out how can I make this easier and why don't I like it and all of that, or why, why does it have to feel so hard? Uh, I don't know, to just pop on and have it be a completely different experience. And then, of course, my mind comes in and says, well, here's what you'll do. You'll just record all your podcast episodes right after you do video, <laughs> as if that's the solution. That would not, those would be very long days for me. But um, anyway, I just thought that was interesting. And I don't know, maybe it's, maybe there's something in there that you needed to hear today. So in this episode, what I want to talk about is reasons. And really that there are no reasons. Now, it feels like we live in a world of reasons. And I think we do (laughs) live in a world of reasons where everything it looks like, you know, when you live in this linear time-based before and after, past and future, cause and effect world, there's reasons for everything, everything. And our, our mind is very, very motivated to find the reason. Find out, our, we always want to know, not us, but our brain always wants to know what caused what and why something happened. And why do you think it cares? Because it wants to have control. I mean, think about that. There's no other reason for knowing a reason, especially something that's done and over. Like say my husband got annoyed with me for something or my friend got annoyed with me for something. Why would I need to know that if it's over and it happened, even if it's even if it's happened a second ago? Why, why would we need to know a reason? The only reason we would need to know a reason or want to know a reason is a mind that's trying to figure this out and protect us from that in the future. Like, I know we're going to control this. We're going to make sure you never have to feel that feeling again. You're going to learn from this. It's going to be different in the future. So it's just a ton of control and prevention and prediction and, and all of that linear, total mind thinking. So from living in thought, Really, from living in thought that's super linear and time-based and me-based, we live in a world of reasons. Everything has a reason. We want the reason for everything. It's, reasons are huge. But what I want to kind of look at is the other side of that, that that is only the function of a brain, literally only the function of a brain to experience life, to just experience and to then have a, create a commentary about experience, call it things, name it and label it things, look at how it relates to other things, look at how all of these events relate to you, come up with reasons why they happened, and then make predictions about what's likely to happen in the future. It's a lot of work. If you look at a little kid who couldn't care less about a reason, they don't even know what a reason is. Man, I mean... There's a lot less going on there. There's a lot less energy and effort and, and just being completely lost in this linear story going on there than there is for the average adult whose mind is completely consumed with why and how and when and what it all means. And, you know, obviously, everything that happens happens is exactly what's meant to happen. I don't mean what happens, but the way that we work, the way that our brain works, th- this thing about our brain living in this linear world and constantly hunting for reasons and meaning and all of that, super intelligent, like just so wise. There's no mistake there whatsoever. So I'm not at all saying that that's the wrong way to be or that we shouldn't care about reasons or anything like that. I just think it's really, really... Fascinating to look at it to see what if there's this linear world of reason that we all live in, and there's also a—it's a, weird to say it this way—but there's also a life, a world, I suppose, where <laughs> what is reason? It doesn't even make any sense. It's a made-up concept that that relates. Multiple seemingly separate things to each other with some cause and effect rules, all in order to protect some person, separate person that's also made up, that's also just a thought. And it just gives a story of me and my life coherence. That's all it does. But if it's a story, if that really is a story, it's just, it's just kind of funny. You know, it's like, man there 's a lot, just like in any good movie, in any good book, there's a lot that goes into that, a lot that goes into developing a character and setting a scene and developing a plot and all of that and and that's awesome. you know the the better all of that is developed, and the richer it is, and the more nuanced and detailed it is, the more we lose ourselves in it. and that 's just a book or a movie. Books and movies are creations in this dream <laughs> They're nothing. Like they, they don't hold a candle to the ultimate dream, which is this world of me and you, and cause and effect and reasons that we all live in when our when we're listening to what our mind says. So, I recently wrote a little bit about reason, or there is no reason um for the blog. You may have read it, but I want to read it briefly and then and then kind of say a little bit more about it. Okay, so it says, what if there's no actual reason for anything? I mean, there is and there isn't. In the linear cause and effect, mentally created story of life, there are oodles of reasons. Everything has a reason in that world. In a way, that world is completely made up of reasons, causes, explanations, and if this, then that's. In that world, you're also a distinct you, separate from everyone and everything else. With so many separate things, it makes sense that there would be trillions of stories and theories that describe relationships between those separate things. That's what reasons are, a story about a relationship between things. Because you seem to be a separate you in that world, you feel insecure and vulnerable. Reasons give you a much-wanted sense of control. If you know the reason for things, you can control things. Reasons help you see which levers to pull and which to avoid so that you can control your feelings and thereby your survival. I don't see us getting rid of reasons in that thought created, always changing, me centric world anytime soon. But what about the world beyond that brain created narrative? You know, there is life beyond that brain created narrative, right? It's the awareness in which the story of you and all of those reasons rises and falls. In that space, how could there be reasons? There's only this, only life or energy or whatever word we want to use to point to the one and only no thing there is. Without separation, there are obviously no reasons. Without stories about relationships between things, there are no reasons. Without inherent meaning, there are no reasons. Without time, there are no reasons. Maybe you're saying, that's great, but I live in the always-changing, me-centric, thought-created world of reasons, so why does this matter? I think it matters because it reminds us that our reasons are stories. They're part of the dream. They provide a sense of security and control in the me and my life dream. They also provide a sense of limitation in the me and my life dream. Reasons about what it all means, the bad things that are likely to happen, why people like you can't be happy why you'll never talk to that old friend again, why you might as well not even try because things like that never work out for you. All of those are reasons and they're only valuable as currency in the story. So I think the thing that's really striking me about this is that in this world of reasons, like again, why do we why would we even care about a reason? It seems even like a weird question to ask because we're just forever, we've been conditioned to want to know why, what caused it, why, what's going on here. And all of that is sort of uh admired in a sense, you know, like, like we can be curious and, and want to know relationships between things. And that's all amazing. But a lot of the time, I think beyond just natural curiosity a lot of the time especially when it's about things that happen to me in my life you in your life we're looking for reasons because we want to control and if there is no control then why would we if if we have no actual control over what happens in life and if there's no separate me that's super vulnerable and needs protection. And if there's nothing that needs to be protected in that way, you know, if there's no survival that we need to, to kind of help along, if there's, if, if we're just safe, if we're just oneness, having a dream of separation, if we're just naturally secure, despite thought that has us feel we aren't. Reasons are just detail in the story. They're just, they're, they're not vital. They're not true. They don't mean anything. You know, they're just a really awesome, fun sometimes, but also very limiting and very painful at other times, part of this dream. and I think that's just so cool to see. They're just a detail in the dream and they, they add a lot, you know, good and bad, what we want to call good and bad. They add this, they give us this sense of knowing and security and control and, and they satisfy our curiosity and they help life make sense, which is a feeling all minds love. Oh my gosh, I get it. I know how this works. It makes sense. Man, that's a great feeling for a mind. Amazing feeling for a mind. And they add spice and variety by limiting us, <laughs> by saying, well, because it didn't work out before, I'm never going to try it again. And then we get to feel the pain of that. We get to feel the pain of thinking I'm a vulnerable me and I'm going to hold back from life. I know it's crazy to say like we get to feel the pain of that. But really, if if we're talking about a dream here, we're talking about just a a. a unraveling story, a story that's just unfolding in real time. And it isn't the, the bigger truth of things. It's, it's that linear experience. And there's a whole other world. I I don't even know what to, I hate saying a whole other world to this, but there's, there's life nonlinear. There's this, there's, there's just this oneness, this energy that has, that needs nothing. It, it, makes space for the story, the dream that we're in. It's a container for the dream we're in. It's part of the dream that we're in. The dream is a manifest part of life. But there's this whole world, for lack of a better world, where reasons are just funny. They're just a concept that don't make any sense because there's no relationships between things because there's no separate things. I don't know. I think it's really cool. I think it really starts to put reasons, and especially, again, the suffering that they can cause and the limitation they cause into some perspective for us. And, and just help us to live in this world of reasons when that's where we are, no problem with that at all, but also to not take it so seriously, you know, to not be so tangled up and caught up and so wedded to our reasons and so limited by our reasons. If you think about what a reason does for us, I think this is so interesting too. A reason gives us a sense of I know. Okay, I know the reason. I, I, I know what's going on here. I know why this happened. I know how to prevent it. Now that I know why it happened, I think I know how to prevent it in the future. It gives us this sense of I know, which, as I just mentioned, is like a mind's favorite feeling. <laughs> a mind loves knowing. But contrast that with a feeling of I don't know. Now, to a mind, a feeling of I don't know is horrible. It's very dangerous and very vulnerable and horrible. But, you know, we've talked about it here. I talk about it in the community all the time. We talk about the freedom in I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> we we walk around clinging to our reasons, pretending we know, and they're like this security blanket. But that there's there's something, and you see for yourself. For me it just doesn't feel free. Knowing if I know, okay, I know why this happened and I I know how life's working here. It, it's almost like there's something on it. I, there's something for me to do. There's something for me to like, okay, now I know. So I need to make sure I keep knowing so I can stay safe, you know, or there's, there's just, it's not free. It's, clinging. It's security or it feels like security for the time being, but it's tenuous. It is not like ultimate freedom at all. If we know, that means we can also not know. That means we know right now, but we might not know later. And again, that's just how it is in this past, future, linear time world. So I know is almost like your false high. It's almost like your false security. And it And it feels like it, I I think. To me, it does. I don't know. And I can't know. And I'll never know. And there's nothing to know. Totally different. Totally, totally different feeling. I don't know. There's almost a sense of, you know, in this linear mind world what's going on and why and, you know, what's the reason and why did this happen? I don't know. Those questions that that we're frantically wanting answers to, they literally do not have answers. And, And see if you can sense that. To me, there's just such a freedom in that. Like, oh, thank God. I don't know. I can't know. No one knows. No one will ever know. All the angst that's searching that's just that mind activity searching for for something that it knows to see that that will never actually be satisfied wow okay so who cares so yeah my mind will keep searching but I can remember I'll just I'll just naturally see sometimes in moments yeah there's that mind searching it's okay there's no no real answer there there's no real reason there's no no secret hidden reason that when i find it will make everything okay and until i find it i have to be miserable no nope, none of that so i think that's another really interesting point in this what reasons give us this sense of i know but the difference between i know and i don't know and really kind of feeling into that you know when there's when there's nothing to protect again when there's nothing truly separate And there's nothing truly at risk and truly vulnerable. And there's no me that needs to be protected. And there's no billions of separate things that all have relationships with each other that I need to figure out so I can be okay. Who cares about reasons? And when we see that, then it becomes so much more rich and interesting and fun to live in this world of reasons. To watch our mind scramble for a reason and try to figure things out and feel that little that little uh, rush that comes with having your curiosity satisfied or feeling a little secure from a reason. but but seeing the bigger picture, too, to me, I mean that's that's awesome. It's like that's the ultimate. The Change Coach Home Study course provides a foundation that allows you to help people become free of habits, anxiety, and all forms of suffering. The course focuses on your own understanding of what's true of all people and how change works. You experience your own personal transformation so that you can guide others with conviction and clarity. As your grounding deepens, you'll learn the ins and outs of having conversations that allow people to see their own health. You'll get to watch several full coaching sessions that will be debriefed and discussed. You'll get lessons on issues that commonly arise in working with others. You'll hear from seasoned practitioners, such as Mavis Karn and Mark Howard, and you'll get my latest business building workshop. And that's just some of what you get. There's actually much more in this amazing course. The Change Coach Home Study course is perfect for you if you're already working with people, either as a coach, therapist, or maybe an HR, education, or business, or if you've never worked with people in this way, but you're ready to expand your grounding and see if coaching is for you. The newly expanded and improved Change Coach Home Study course is normally $2,500, but is currently discounted to just $1,575 for members of Student Access Plus. Best of all, if you decide to go through the six-month live Change Coach certification course with me in 2023, what you pay toward the home study course goes toward your tuition. Check out the full details, payment plans, and everything about this in-depth and new and improved training course at dramyjohnson.com/changecoachtraining the home study course and the link is in the show notes